Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Quarantine Chaos Week 3. Yay. We've survived this far. Um, I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm directing air traffic from the Hollywood Bowl today. What do we know? What date is it? Is yeah. it's Friday? No, 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 I mean day what? Day what? Day day oh, I have absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we passed day forty, and technically, you know, quarantine, quarantara giorni is what it drives from. It's like forty days of being separated, so we have passed the quarantine date. So, We're do we need to call it something different? Quarantine part two. We're quarantine in the part next two. Forty days. What would be after quar? Uh, well, five going in, depending on Quinn? Quinn would be five. So Quinn and teen? I like five and teen. Seventeen? Uh, you can, you know, email us at chaoticharmonycrossroads.com if you know, or you can tweet at us <laughs> at chclassroom. Let us know. Come and that was on. our left turn. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, we've all completely lost it at this point and whatever the heck this is anymore. (laughs) But I don't know about you guys. I feel like I'm starting to kind of get into whatever kind of groove I need to get into to survive the rest of this school year. Can we do a quick check-in? How was your week of virtual teaching? How did it go? It's been up and down. Um, right now, I'm creating four videos a week for my students. So wow. one for grades pre-K and K, one for grades one, two, one for grades three, four, one for grades five, six. It's impressive. Um, I'm, well, I'm starting to feel a drain. I'm feeling a drain I'll bet. now. Yeah. Um, like, I enjoyed a lot. I've really enjoyed this new approach of, of, like, this new art. It's a new art, art I'm learning. Editing, videography, seeing what's working with mics, what does, what doesn't work. It's all kind of just, like, be in the playground. It's almost like how... I feel like kids should interact with their music classroom. It's all just experimentation. Um, the only problem is that um, we're you know showcasing in front of the world as opposed to just in front of our twenty peers. Right. Which I think we'll get to later about that. But that's intimidating. Um, it is intimidating. Uh, for me though, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the process. I Good. think. I remember three weeks ago when I started this, like. I had a video that I recorded three times. Like the I like to watch the clouds. That video, I re-recorded it three times because I hated it. I hate it. It's like this is not gonna this can be terrible in front of people. There's a lot of just like self-hate. Like I've now gotten into the groove where like, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's just I'm feeling the toll now. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I and restart I'm, videos so much where I'm like, oh. <laughs> why did I say it like long. that? Do I sound like that in the classroom? How did they not all hate me? <laughs> Fifty percent of editing is me finding. Nope, I redid that. I redid that. I redid that. And then also, meanwhile, I'm having uh, meetings. I just had a meeting with my band kids an hour ago, and I'm still trying to find the groove there. I don't know how it's going to work because right now our district's using Microsoft Teams because it's more uh, secure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are some there are some issues I'm hitting along with it. I'm just still trying to find my feet and how I want to do that. So it's a mixture. I'm enjoying it. It's taking its toll, and it's a mystery how it all works. That's where I'm at. That's honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a groove. I have a just survive. So okay. um, I'm putting out uh, three videos a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then on top of that, trying to help 
Uh, so I, I co-lead one of the online um, teams for our VAPA department. So we have an online resources team that I, I lead. Um, and then I am involved on, on, the, on the team that's kind of, you know, heading up the video content. And so um, I've been editing and trying to do stuff like that and working on other projects. And so this week, it was the first time I actually was able to join a classroom for a, a brief minute and just kind of see kids and talk to kids and, you know, kind of assign quote unquote homework uh, just because our district has elected to not, um, not necessarily focus um, on the academics, but rather the social emotional wellness. And so teachers aren't being required to grade things and whatnot. And that's just, that's the direction our district has, uh, has chosen to go. And then, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, I had a couple of days this last week where I was like, I feel like I've worked all day, but I have no idea what I accomplished. So it was, you know, it was an up and down week. Um, this morning, my wife, daughter and I, we got out and got to see, uh, got to walk around and got to get some coffee and stuff. So that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's been up and down, and I'm learning what my computer can can't do when it comes to video editing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm starting to learn those boundaries. So it's been good, but it's also it, it's that constant feeling like I don't feel like I'm doing enough, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're working hard, <laughs> but it's not right. enough. Right. I know, Zoe. How you doing? Um, I'm all right. I uh, I think kind of like Mark. I am not feeling like that routine that I thought I would be feeling. Um, yeah, I woke up this morning thinking it was Wednesday. Mm. And I just lost, just mm -hmm. lost in, in the week. And uh, like, what do uh, days even mean anymore? Right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, maybe yesterday or the day before I, um, I was texting a coworker and, um, cause I was just like, we had had a meeting and then everyone logs off the staff meeting and you don't get that like time after to like kind of process with other people. Mm -hmm. So I was just texting. I was like, what do you think of this information that we just got? And then um, this teacher was like, do you want to just hop on our, like our class meeting right now? And I had been trying to join this class meeting, but I, I like, there's so many that I would get on at the wrong yeah. time for the wrong class or whatever. So I got to interact with some students and it was really nice. A couple of them are in orchestra. So I, I got to talk to them about like what we're going to be doing a little bit. And that was nice, but um, yeah. Yeah, we finally unpacked all of our boxes, so that was that was nice. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, so I am trying to do my one round of the week that I'm putting out, and I the last one that I did was recorded in this room, and um, one of the teachers at my school was like, "I liked your um, what did you call it?" like flower crown because like this fan, oh, the fan. Was right was right <laughs> above my head the whole time so I'm yeah just trying to figure those things out oh man yeah it's yeah. like there, there's just there's such a steep learning curve in so many yeah. different directions it's like just pick the direction we're going upward this week and we'll roll with it right yeah yeah I'm impressed you got your boxes unpacked because I'm pretty sure we still have a couple that I haven't unpacked in the garage and we've lived here for seven years <laughs> 
<laughs> I should probably just donate them at this point. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I am. Um, my internet was finally fixed yesterday. I'm so grateful. Yay. <laughs> it has not worked correctly for this entire whatever not quarantine anymore, Jonathan. Like <laughs> for the whole Rona. Whatever it is. The, the corona. My kids call it the corona for the corona. Um, yeah, so I'm I was so glad that I was able to get into my teams today and it didn't crash on me. Um, and so I, I went to four different class meetings this morning and I just popped in on the chat to say hi to the kids and it was so great. And all the teachers invited me on for a couple minutes so that I could say hi and they could see my face. And for the rest of the day, my phone has just been blowing up with their, their messages. It was really sweet. And it, it's the like, best. <laughs> oh, it was so touching and I just miss them so desperately. Um, so it felt good to be able to be on live with them because I feel like that's the most important thing is to just check on the kids and make sure that they're dealing okay. Um, and like ask them, how are you filling your days? Have you gone outside? Because a lot of them don't um, on their own, like unless you ask them uh, and or challenge them and give them a reason to go outside. And that's so important for everyone's mental health. So yeah. I mean, I feel like mental health needs to be everybody's top priority right now. And that's kind of where I'm trying to angle as a teacher. Um, my art teacher and I have chosen to keep our lessons very simple and school wide. So instead, and we might go to grade level later, but we've just found that we get a lot of feedback this way um, because, and it's really cute to see the siblings working on them together. Like this week she assigned color wheels. So the kids made color wheels out of whatever they could find. My boys and I went on a walk and we made one out of flowers on our driveway. Um, Which was they, amazing, by oh, the way. It was so pretty. Thanks. Oh yeah. It made us really happy. Um, but the kids, might, you should see some of these flip grids. Like there's this fifth grader who made one out of Skittles and it's like legit. You could frame it. It looks like a, a piece of modern art. And he must have gotten a ruler and perfectly lined up all of the radiuses. Like impressive. So when you have the time to do it, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And I, I challenged everyone to make water drums this week. So it was really fun to cool. see their flip grids of them like banging on water drums in their kitchen just with bowls floating in water. So that was cool. I'm just trying to do like stress relieving stuff because as a mom, that's what I found is really important for my kids. Like they're able to buckle down and write a paragraph and read for 30 minutes and do some math. But then when we do our VAPA stuff, it really does need to be fun. And I need to not fight with them to get them to do their work. So um, yeah, uh, we've been test driving all of your videos and they're all great. So thank you for that. <laughs> So yeah. you don't force them to learn music theory and like, you know, work on Austin. I don't force them to do anything. Um, I, I just don't have that in me, but we have found ways to motivate. So uh, I have a box full of um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid books that they haven't read yet and, um, and Lego sets and stuff. So they get a sticker for every um, subject that they complete for the day. And we do five subjects a day so they can get up to five stickers a day. And then when they get 25, they get to get a prize out of the box. Nice. So it's, it's working for us. And then when they get 25, we walk to the ice cream place up the street and get an ice cream cone. What's <laughs> your go-to go ice cream flavor or cone? Fo oh, well, it's Foster's. So we, obviously get the the dipped chocolate soft serve because what else would you get 
So that. since we haven't done spiccato like we have old school style, like he brought us something that I'm curious. What's you guys general ice cream flavor to go to? I'm just curious. If it's like Ben & Jerry's, uh, it's, it's oh, Jerry, yeah. Cone Dream, the Stephen okay. Colbert Ooh, one. That is a good one. Oh, that is good stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I right. love the chocolate mint moose tracks. I think it's the best one in the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep um, strawberry on tap, but I just tried this. Um, on tap. This, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we got a pint from um, the ice cream place up the street and it was called Milo and Tim Tam mm-hmm. and they're Australian flavors. Ooh. So I think one of those, either Milo or Tim Tam is a fudge. And then one of them is like a wafer candy. So it is good. Okay. For me, it's mint chocolate chip. That's my go-to. The thing is though, my friend from Scotland, Karis, she always hated this mint chocolate chip because it tastes like toothpaste. I visited her in Scotland. Apparently, it does taste like toothpaste over there. In Scotland? Because we over-sugarize everything. So that's pretty much what the situation is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry to derail the whole Or topic. if you're Just... feeling adventurous, get some vanilla bean, throw a little bourbon in there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That does sound good. It's like a bourbon float. It's 5 o'clock anywhere, guys. <laughs> sorry. Continue. <laughs> I had a couple of things that I floated to you guys as topics for the day. Um, And I kind of wanted to start out with uh, information saturation. Are we okay? It's it's real. I'm good. I don't know what's going on with these two boxes. What happened? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's quarantine, bro. Oh, you were doing a movement. Got it. Okay. You were illustrating. Yeah. (laughs) So I was feeling really overwhelmed um, last week, especially because it was all the Zooms from every organization that is wonderful and we love who help us as our partners in music education. But it was so much. It was like there were webinars for everybody, for everybody who has a curriculum or publishes stuff or helps us get instruments or our district. And it was so many apps plus our plus our own school sites and i my my brain was just completely full and so um i decided this week that instead of joining into every single webinar i really needed to pick one thing to learn a week um and that that's just kind of what i've got capacity for right now so i picked an app within Microsoft Teams um, that all of the classrooms were using. And I was like, I'm going to get really good at posting stuff for the kids on this because they're already using it and I need to get good at it. And so that's what I did. And that's just kind of how I, I felt like I got into a funk with uh, like, it was that feeling of there's, there's a million things that I could learn, but there's too many. And so I'm not going to do any of them. Um, And so that's kind of how I pulled myself out of it. I'm wondering have you guys felt that way? I feel like Mark and Jonathan, you guys are just doing so much and I don't even know how you're doing all of it. Um, you're producing content. What and you're time like, do you go to bed, John? <laughs> I'm, I'm around the two o'clock hour. Oh, almost, are you? Okay. Almost every night. So yeah, is that I, I'm, around mid, yeah. I'm around midnight. For like the, the videos I do, like I often am done around eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's a whole day process and today yeah. and yesterday were like nice because I didn't have to edit 
at all. Um, yeah. Today is my off day. Friday is my off day. I just do these meetings. You know, I'm just chilling. But like, um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm up late. And I think crystals, uh, I remember when you're talking about like, overload, I remember the first week or second week, we were still in spring break, but we have this Marco Polo of like a lot of just different music teachers. And like, we were just trying to collaborate, sharing what should we do. Um, and there was definitely an information overload then because like I was more of like, yeah. how am I supposed to reach my students? I'm still trying to ask myself how I'm going to do that with band and choir, but I feel like I've created a rhythm. But before that, I was really curious. You know, people were sharing Flipgrid. I didn't know who that was before. Mm. Microsoft Teams, no one heard about that before. Um, yeah. Microsoft Stream, even less people heard about that. Um, and there's just a lot of just these question marks. And um, I think it's similar to you, Crystal. It's just for me, though, it came a little... I think it was more just like last week instead of this week or whatever is uh, yeah, I'd had to stick with one thing. Like I'm going to do the YouTube stuff. I'm going to do that with my general ed kids. I don't know how choir is going to work out. I don't know how band's going to work out, but if I do these, at least a good portion of my kids will have something to do. Right. And like, and, and I could at least focus on that. Cause he, like you said, Crystal, if you try to focus on so many different things, like, it's overload. And I still it want to is. learn how Flipgrid works. I haven't checked that out. It's super uh, cool. It's really, it's really easy. You just hit the plus sign and you record a little video. It's, and it's really that simple. Um, but I love it because I get to see their little faces and, um, and hear their voices. And it's, it makes me cry because I miss mm -hmm. them. Do you do yeah. the TikTok dances on it? <laughs> you could. It's kind of TikTok-y. Uh, oh I've, yeah, I think I want to dedicate this weekend to learn it because um, I've, you know, I've come to realize or I've known already, but especially with younger kids or just even uh, just anybody, when it comes to sending videos, it is very difficult unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like you can't send it through email. That's too big. I've had some parents like Facebook message me like their kids doing stuff, but it's not the most you know, intuitive or the easiest way to do it. So I think, yes, yeah, something mm -hmm. like Flipgrid, when it's an app that's built in mm -hmm. for it would be a good idea. You're trying to say something, Mark. Yes. Google Drive. I mean, you that's know, an as well. if we Google it, that's, that's neither here nor there. What, what I like about Flipgrid too is that it's kind of like show and tell. So everybody who does, you know, one of the VAPA assignments gets to show off their piece of art or gets to show off their their little music thing that they've done. And the thing that kind of breaks my heart is like if we were in my classroom you know, we would take that kid's idea and then let five other kids jump on it and, and turn it into something, you know, incredible. So like, it's like you get a little snippet of process, I guess, like we can at least do imitation and improvisation, even if we can't collaborate and take it to the next level. You know, it's it, interesting. it allows for something. It's interesting that you say that because I have an idea for a small series of videos that I'm going to record. Yeah. But it's going to be... I'm going to try at least, and I have no idea if it'll work or how, how it'll look, but it'll try to be interactive. Okay. Um, but yes, I agree. And that's one thing, like when I've recorded content and stuff, like you, you miss out on that. And like you miss on that, that vibing and yeah. that riffing and that, you know, that, that teaching aspect where it's <laughs> like, well, here's all my stuff. And like, yeah. you know, and like, there's a place for that, but yeah. it's, it's definitely, it's definitely missed. We were talking about in the ASEM board meeting yesterday about how it's like you either have an eight minute video that's like the beginning of your process, right? Or you have like a 20 minute video that feels like Dora the Explorer, like, did you try it? Great. 
<laughs> it was funny actually i was doing that with my students and like i got you know asking the whole question and not uh-huh. and through teams the elder sister uh messaged me saying my little sister when you said you got it she's like, oh my gosh mr selby knew i got it like, oh like inside it's it, it's it's cute that she got it but also you know as an adult it's like yeah, I know. I planned Swiper, it. no swiping. <laughs> Swiper, no <Thanks>. swiping. <laughs> so, I don't remember what the question was. Yeah, we were talking about information overload, and then we veered it in a different direction like we do. There you so, go. Do you have any comments on anything that has been said? <laughs> well, anything you would like to add? I will say that these video, like, meetings that we're having they were like just leaving me feeling so like restless and also distracted but mm. i i stopped sitting oh um i don't idea. know if it if it's like crazy free i i tend to move like like that kind of thing so i'm also trying to be like aware of that so mm-hmm. but um that was one adjustment that i made with the meetings um but yeah like I, in terms of like that feeling of like not enough, it really kind of crept in on me this week. Like I was feeling insecurities that I have not felt in a long time. And I, I, yeah, like I've just been feeling like I'm back there again. Like I thought I had like progressed and like learned about myself and but it's like the same stuff that I felt when I was a first year teacher, when I was like freshman in college, it's like all kind of like bubbling up. So yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but then it, I'm also thinking like, no, like you're still, you're still you. And like, I, I have had the time to grow. It's just like, okay, like you work, I have to work through it again. So it's, yeah. That's a really good segue into the other thing we we're going to talk about, which is mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. Yeah. Segue. Yeah. Um, so we this came up um, this week uh, on our Marco Polo thread for the district. Um, and okay, so those of you that are listeners uh, and have heard us in the past know that we have an ethos kind of as a group that we are collaborative over competitive, mm-hmm. always, forever, first. It's kind of one of our like musts as a group, like everything we do, we're doing together. Um, and it's not about anybody, any one person taking off over the other. We try, we truly try to celebrate each other and build each other up. Um, and it's been really hard, I think, and tempting sometimes, uh, in the middle of this, you know, we see some people that are producing video content or whatever, and putting it out online, and it gets all this attention on social media, and it's really tempting, it's really tempting to look at at those videos and have a minute of, am I doing enough? Um, you know, because that might, I wasn't able to make a video this week. I've been feeling that way. Like, I produced some at the beginning, but I have been unable to put anything together for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, uh, like, am I doing enough? Am I learning enough? Am I doing enough for my kids? Am I, am I showing that I'm important as a teacher and as a team member because I feel really invisible right now? Um, so yeah. Um, I just 
I heard enough people say something like that. It, people that I know to be very high quality educators who I would just see as like vital. Like, of course they're important. They're an important team member and they're great at what they do, but they're feeling very less than because they're not YouTubers or whatever right now. And we're just, yeah, everybody's in their own place with it. So yeah, this, this thing has definitely inspired a lot of my insecurities to float to the surface. And it's, it's easy to kind of float between like despair on all of it or like, go, 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 try to get as much done as possible to feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. I was reminded today when I was talking to the kids that that's where the focus needs to be is on their well-being over my production. But what were you going to say, John? Um, I had an inkling and then I, we'll see if it actually goes somewhere, but um, okay. that's how I roll oftentimes. Do it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Like for me, I have actually felt a lot of comfort in this realm. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, don't worry, I'm not trying to, you know, praise myself. It's just like, I felt more comfort in a sense. You know what, Mark, I'm just going to mute you. Uh, <laughs> He's know, the I host. <laughs> yeah, John, don't come at me. Watch. Boom. Oh, muted. <laughs> um, so, no, but like, this has been, I, as an introvert, um, who loves working with kids, who loves working with, you know, I've always loved music teaching, but I'm also an introvert at heart. And there has been a sense of control, which I've had that I, you know, it's very more of a high school, college, John, that I've enjoyed. And it's been, a, but in the same sense, placing myself out there and publishing myself out there is also just as, it's a different kind of apprehension. Instead of you trying to be good enough for your kids, you're now trying to be good enough for your your, your peers. And it's a weird shift. Like, I, it's, it's weird that I've, Sometimes I go online and checking the metrics on YouTube to see how are my videos comparing between what video X versus video Y, and I, should I post it at different times so that more parents can see? It, it's a, it's an entirely different freeze for me, um, but nonetheless, it still is like it's not healthy because it's still an essence of comparison, which is something that I tr that we have all intentionally try to make sure that we do not do because. Like the collaborative concept we've talked before, this is not, it's never been about competition. Uh, I always have like, I missed it today, but I try to have a shout out hour. I try to like feature someone else's video because we try to build each other up. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's very, it's a different landscape, just put it that way. I think you hit the nail on the head with talking about why it's, why it feels so much harder. It's not, it's, it's because we're not just teaching kids. It's because we're being watched by our peers and administrators and other adults. You're a hundred percent right. And I don't know why I didn't think about it that way before. The thing that freaked me out the most when I was teaching is whenever an adult was in my classroom. And I remember I had two student teachers, uh, not student teachers, I'm sorry, two uh, students from, uh, from the university nearby uh, observe us. And like, the week before I freaked out and like even during like during the midst of me teaching, having them observe me was still a, a, a huge apprehension. It's like, how am I being seen in front of these, uh, the, like, uh, my, they are, they are my peers, even though they called me Mr. Seligman, which was really weird. Like they're only like five years younger than me. They called me Mr. Seligman. It was like, they're still my peers and they have every right to judge me. 
and like it, it, it freaks me out. And like now you're not just having your admin walking in to observe you, are not having a student from SDSU observe you, you're having the whole world observe you. Like it is open for, it is, what do you call it? Uh, open territory, I can't think of the open right season. analogy. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> it is open season for anyone to criticize what you're doing. But the cool thing is, all I hear are positive remarks mm-hmm. from parents, from yeah, you guys. Well, your stuff is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. But like, but I'm more, when yeah. I say I, when I say I, I mean the teacher. I think of also just when yeah. one of my coworkers posts stuff, I yeah. never see anything negative in front or behind their back. Yeah. It is constant support. And this illusion that we tell ourselves that we are not enough is a, a it stemmed from something that is, it should not be just pushed down and suppressed, but it's a real, but in the same sense, when it comes to it being out in the light, no one is criticizing us. Mm-hmm. We are doing an amazing work. And I think it's important for every single educator, whether it's me or this you, whether it's someone from across the United States or around the world, like we're doing great stuff for our kids that as long as we put that courage up, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks. I'm going to, I'm going to steal it for a sec. Um, you know what I think is cool? And like, I, I have a couple of trains of thought, so I'm going to try to organize it really quickly in my head. Um, I feel that the imposter syndrome is super real. And I know for me, it's, it goes to that feeling of validation and like something that I'm trying to work in my personal life, um, because I have a faith, I believe in God. And so like, that's, that's the route that I've chosen. So like, I'm trying to make sure and, and tell myself, like my, my value doesn't come from a, Hey, you did a good job. Like my value comes from God. And so like, I'm, I'm trying like, and, and, and it's so easy to, to go to, to revert to old ways and revert to old, like strongholds in my life that have, have told me that. And so like, I'm personally trying to, trying to break through those strongholds and I have a couple of like uh, Bible studies that I'm a part of and small groups and stuff and like just constantly working on that but just as a reminder to myself like that stuff is always there then there's always going to be those things that are trying to to put you back in this stronghold and um so kind of as you were talking John I just I was thinking about like what what good has come out of this and I think for that it's like the the relationships with other teachers whom I haven't really had that much connection with is something that I am, I am, I'm thoroughly enjoying. There is a theater teacher um, in the district and her name's Lauren, Lauren Montgomery. And she just put out a video about pantomiming and it was so cool. Like it was amazing. Right. Right. And like I, there, um, and just kind of like my friendship with Hans Chamberlain, who we've had on the podcast before we've had an interview with him, like that friendship now is it's at a deeper level. Like we're connecting more, we're talking, we're chatting. And like, like, like it's, it's great in like that aspect of like those relationships that during the regular school year wouldn't happen, you know, but because we're all doing all this and because like those are people like Hans is someone who I respect and who like I'll run things past now. Like, Hey, I'm editing this. I, I think it sounds okay. Like here's just another set of ears. I've listened to myself sing this round like 150 times trying to line up the audio, you know? And, and so like, you know, I just to kind of bring it back to the, the, the first question about imposter syndrome, like find your people who are going to speak life into you 
And if you're around people who are constantly putting you down, even if it's in a joking manner, uh, like I felt guilty about things I've said to John before, like jokingly, of course, um, just because I feel like he and I have a... Of course, jokingly. Of course, jokingly, John. Um, I mean, we've known each other for a decade, you know? Um, Yeah, decade plus. Decade plus? Which is nuts. Uh, But like, just to find those people uh, who will speak life into you because if you surround yourself with, with cynics, like you're going to become one. And so being a cynic in the situation where we're quarantined, isn't going to be helpful for anyone. Like, you know, it's not going to be helpful for you or your mental health. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I think we, <laughs> we, we all keep talking to about selectively muting certain social media channels. Right. Um, and like, I, yeah, sorry. For that reason. Um, yeah. Like I, I started a teacher Instagram and that's why I post all my stuff for teaching. And like, I just started following a bunch of people and that imposter syndrome like hit super hard because I see these teachers who are just putting out this amazing content. They're putting out these amazing packets and these amazing assessments and da, 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 And like, this is what music education should look like, you know? And it's like, Oh my gosh, I've never done anything like that. Like what? Like, I've told her this before, and so I don't feel guilty sharing this, but like our friend Victoria Bowler, who I think we're going to try to have on the podcast here in the near future, um, she is just amazing. And the content that she puts out, the the way she approaches music education, like I, I'm a huge fan. Like I fangirl over, over her work and just, you know, like she's just an amazing person and an amazing educator. Yeah. And like, I see her work and I know like she's like the sweetest person ever, but like, I feel like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not putting out that quality, that quality content. Um, and so it just, it goes back to those little voices that are constantly just trying to, trying to, trying to bind me and not walking like kind of in that freedom of like, I'm a, I'm a teacher and I'm good at what I do. And like, I'm in this profession for this reason, but those things that are constantly trying to make me not do the thing that I feel like I need to be doing. If I could steal the show again, sorry, I know I talked a lot, but like um, something that I thought, it's not, again, the beginning is going to sound a little more like like praise, that's not the intent. Um, Because of, I'm rather, I mentioned earlier, I'm rather introverted and when I'm in the classroom and like when I see other teachers produce stuff in their classrooms, I have felt so so insecure. because this has been much more of a field that I am a little more, I guess, comfortable in with video editing and this and that such, I have much more control over. I felt more confident, but in doing so, it's allowed me to recognize in retrospect, the importance of recognizing that each teacher brings a different strength and that's okay. Each teacher has their own voice and that's okay. And if my voice is not as amazing as Victoria Bowler's, which because she has an amazing voice, well, I mean voice, but also a teaching voice as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's okay. And I think, so I kind of like I had a very flip situation where I'm allowing myself to forgive myself for all the times I hated myself for the first five years of teaching because of this whole process, which has been very, it's been very backwards, but I, I recognize also the imposter syndrome is very different for other people. And I hope that, it, I don't know, just you take something from that, I guess. Again, soapbox-esque, but it's been my, my experience this past few weeks. Yeah, I've, um, with the imposter syndrome, I've been uh, thinking about two 
two things. Um, like it is like something that we have, like we face all the time as musicians and then also as teachers because like, you know, we we're creating right now. And, um, I've read this book, uh, like a few times it's called the artist's way. And, um, it is a book on creativity. Um, and it addresses this. So one of the things that it talks about is like, you share when you're ready and you like, like don't rush yourself. Like you don't have to like give it all away at once. Like you can just share with um, like one or two people that you are comfortable with until you're ready to put it out. So I've been, I've been trying to do that. Um, just like I'm self-isolating with Orlando, like one person. So I'll like share it with him. I'll be like, okay, what do you think? And then maybe with like a couple of people before I post um, publicly. Uh, and it, it took me like two or three weeks before I put anything on YouTube. I was just posting in my school because that's who I felt comfortable posting with. Um, so that's one little bit, uh, artist way. It's also great for journaling if that's something you're into. But, um, the second thing has been, uh, and Mark, what you had said about like grounding yourself, like it reminded me of like how I ground myself. Well, one way is like just practicing listening, like, and I think John, you've talked about this too, but like just trying to like, when I, when I um, start thinking about a response to say to whatever that person is saying, it's like, no, just like you, like me being like present and just listening is enough. And I think is um, like in the class meetings that I've jumped into, like they're never like, Miss Kumagai, like give us more. It's like, oh, Miss Kumagai's here. Thanks, Miss Kumagai, for being here. <laughs> and like, yeah. So, I don't know. But that's where I'm at with the imposter syndrome, like feeling it every day, just trying to get through it. <laughs> I think that yeah. no matter where you are in this whole virtual teaching thing, whatever you're doing, if you're doing anything, whatever you're doing is enough for right now. And I feel like I can't shout that message loud enough. I've had, I had a phone call with a teacher from New York a couple days ago who I've never met in person. She, she read my article about like how to make videos and we were talking about it. And I, when I told her that I was feeling exactly the same way that I'm not doing enough or whatever, um, she was like, you're feeling it too. And I was like, girl, nobody feels like they're doing it right, right now. Nobody, nobody, nobody feels good about it. All of us miss our kids desperately. Um, and none of us feel like we're like, we've got a good grasp on this. We're all just kind of reaching and trying to figure it out. Um, and I keep coming back to the most important thing right now is to be reaching out to the kids. That is the most important thing, connecting with them, um, making sure that they're okay. And if you don't feel comfortable teaching on a video yet, that's okay. 
feel free to link to all of this amazing content that has hit the internet in the last few weeks. Like link to somebody else's video lesson who's made it available for you too. But I would encourage you to maybe record a 30 second video of just saying hi to the kids and saying, hey, I really miss you. I wish we could be in the classroom together. I put this lesson together for you. This is another music teacher. Um, I always say they're my friend. You could say it or not. <laughs> this is my friend, Mr. Seligman, um, teaching something. And I really think you're going to enjoy doing this music lesson. So I hope you do it. And if you do, send me a Flipgrid video so I can watch it. Um, I think that they just, they need to, they do need to see your face and hear your voice because they miss school and they miss you. Um, and it's not about you being an amazing you know, YouTube personality. It's, it's about, it's about the kids. So that's kind of where I keep trying to bring myself back to. I don't remember who said it, but, um, someone mentioned that we don't teach music. We teach kids first. Yeah. And I think if anything right now is the most important time to recognize that it was as much as we try to justify ourselves, especially as we place our content out there in front of adults. Uh, I think we forget that, what our audience, even though it is indirectly in front of parents, admin, other teachers, our audience should first and foremost always be in front of, should first and foremost be the children. Right. And if it's not that, then maybe we should check ourselves for a bit because I think I love how our district is focusing on the emotional wellness aspect. And if we're for everybody, that, teachers for everybody, and yes, yes. Yeah. But as we tr check ourselves first, as far as if we're emotionally well, and then give ourselves the opportunity to extend ourselves to our students, if we're trying to cater or create lessons or just activities, anything, even messages that are aiming to their emotional wellness, then we are succeeding as teachers. Right. Well, I think that feels good. I say we leave I, that. There. I don't think I don't think we're good actually. I think there's something no? important to not to tell the kids, but to tell you guys, the listeners. Um, you've been with us for a long time. And I really appreciate uh, how long you've been with us in this whole journey. Uh, if you want to extend this community out to more people, more music educators, please make sure that you leave us a review on iTunes or any podcast services that you have. Um, yeah, one star, five stars, whichever. Let's just be honest. Choose five stars. That's the only honest answer. And also, um, you can always send us uh, responses through chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. You have 30 seconds to come back with something that could serve 30? as rhythm sticks. 
Something that's written six. 30. 29. 28. 27. <laughs> 26. 25. 24. <laughs> 23. We'll probably cut this down. <laughs> Do one of those fast forward montages. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Did you get something? Yes. Ooh, and a book. Yeah. Drum I pad. Like oh, a drum pad. Stamps. Yes. I love it. So I just wanted to, so this week I'm going to be recording my rhythm stick routine for my little kids because they love doing rhythm sticks but they were saying that um i don't have rhythm sticks at home so i'm going to go on a hunt with my boys and we're going to see how many things we can come up with in in 30 seconds around the house that could be rhythm sticks instead of rhythm sticks so this is fun mark found a toothbrush <laughs> and a screwdriver and you didn't even have to leave your desk to find both of those <laughs> items <laughs> That is the curious part. Hey, story time. Let's uh, no. don't don't focus on how we got there. Just to focus on what we got. What are you doing on your zooms, Mark? Clearly <laughs> <laughs> right. not proper hygiene. Um, so no, one's we're... for the floss. The other one's for the. <laughs> hey, I don't judge your dental routine. You don't judge mine. <laughs> John, I really want you to put a piece of paper between your stamps and go, bam, and stamp both sides of the piece of paper. <laughs> that sounds like a new challenge. You could, we so, could start the flip grid challenge. Will you throw the paper up? I and mean, you actually. To... Yeah. <laughs> what do those stamps even say? I don't so have any This went for like my, my roommate's wedding that happened oh. uh, before the whole situation. So one of the big things was that they had people donate books and then they had a stamp with it and then it was part of the gift. Oh, really that's cool. so sweet. So. Yes! yes. <laughs> I just got markers. I think Zoe, you were, you were on my track. But not yeah. only did Zoe get pens, she also got drum pad. Yeah. That's so brilliant. So we learned with the first quarantine spiccato that trying to do drum beats over the microphone doesn't work. I, no, I think we just weren't trying hard enough. I think that's the case. But we have to, I was thinking it'd be fun to at least share Dave Thaxton's. <laughs> I don't know this. this or it's been a while. What, you got to copy me, people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have so much fun with the rhythm sticks so i will i will link to my rhythm stick video when i make it um this week for round of the week or quarantine song of the week, we will be featuring Mr. Keemer. Yeah. So, yay. And we're going to be, we're going uh, to talk about it. It's fine. No, we can talk about it. It's, we don't have to. It could just be a surprise. Tell me all about it. So um, we in Levels learned a song and then Jonathan and I participated in a workshop 
by the wonderful and talented Russell Nadal um, about uh, just he just riffed a song. So I got a letter, um, and so mm. in the video we do I got a letter. We do an A B A form of the song and we sing it, and then we do some rhythm stuff. So the rhythm sticks could come in handy. Um, yeah, we'll link it in the description. I Dude, love also, it. Shout out to Russell. He's amazing. He is amazing. Have him. Just saying. Talk about we should. Indicators. Yeah. When we're allowed to fly again. I mean, we could also just have him, you know, Webb Camden. But we could. We could. Virtual workshop. To be it's probably letter. something we should start exploring. Well, thanks, thanks you guys. Thanks Before for listening go, in. No, 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 no. You're not done listening in. We got still stuff to take care of. So aggressive today, you, Mark. John. Mark, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me um, on multiple platforms now, on Twitter and on Instagram, both under the handle Mr. Keemer. And then on YouTube, my channel is Mr. Keemer as well. And then, yeah. Yeah. Google, Google Mr. Keemer. Stuff will come up. Sounds good. Kim is pretty unique enough. Crystal, how about you? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Finny Vapa, Instagram, Mrs. Pridmore, and awesome. I'm the only Crystal Pridmore on YouTube. And Zozo? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Kumagai, and then um, YouTube is Rosebank Panther Music. Yeah, that's true. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. You can also find me on the YouTubes there, but you cannot type them in yet because, you know, I don't have enough subs. So just saying. Um, oh, well, are you are you hunting for subs on this? I don't on know, this man. Platform, on this? Can we even do that? I'm not oh. saying anything. I'm just saying I don't have enough subs for a shortened uh, link. Okay. However you wish to interpret that okay. is up to you. But you can find the YouTube session at Mr. Seligman as well. Also, you can contact us on Twitter at chclassroom, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a new link, don't we, for the YouTubes, don't yeah, we? Yeah, the channel is Chaotic Harmony Classroom. Yay! So we, um, we try to unify it, but YouTube doesn't play well with us. How about you can, you can at Google, on it. and I'm sure they'll listen to what you're saying to <laughs> make sure that they change it just for us. But absolutely, hey, why not? It's, it's, a a small it's a small company. They can they can talk to yeah. whatever. Yeah. They're it's not doing anything right now. It's, it's like shop. a guy at home. He's bored. Right. His name is Mr. Google. Exactly. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Google. Google. Exactly. You can also uh, email us at, as mentioned earlier, chaoticharmonyclassman@gmail.com. We would love to hear what you have to say. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Keemer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com. 